you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Foz here from thechrisfossshow.com. There you go, thechrisfossshow.com. When the fat lady sings, that's when you know the opera iron lady has uh, introduced the show to the thing. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate you guys being here. Thanks for being part of the show, as always. For 15 years, we've been bringing you the most smartest people, the most brilliant minds, the coolest authors, all the greatest stories, life lessons out there in the map. And uh, we just keep doing it. Uh, what is it, like three to four shows a day we do now, just like a radio? We do 15 to 20 shows uh, a week. And uh, you are getting just this uh, d- distilled this concentrated, distilled, uh, super uh, wonderful data given from all the different people on the show as well. And today we have an amazing multi-book author. Uh, her newest book is billed as a pulse-pounding novel of captivity, survival, and deceit. I didn't want it to end. Anna Rays from New York Times bestselling author of The House in the Pines bills it. It's called The Beautiful in the Wild, a novel by Peggy Townsend. Uh, she joins us on the show, and she's going to be telling us about her latest. Uh, this is, her, I believe, her third book that she has out. She's an award-winning newspaper journalist who has covered stories that range from the capture of a serial killer to a Holocaust survivor's quest for justice. Once she chased an escaped murderer through a graveyard at midnight, well, there's a story. Uh, she's the author of two critically praised mystery novels. Her newest survival thriller, The Beautiful and the Wild, is an Amazon editor's pick for best mystery thrillers and suspense books in November and is set to the wilds of Alaska. A book list predicted The Beautiful and the Wild will keep the most avid suspense readers on the edge of their seats where they love to be. Welcome to the show, Peggy. How are you? I'm doing great, Chris. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's wonderful to have you as well. I'm excited to talk about my book and talk about my career as a journalist and my other books. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Uh, And congratulations on the new book. Give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Well, the best place to find me is on Instagram, Peggy Townsend Writer on Instagram. I have a web page, but that's where you can find me and find out what I'm doing and what's up next. There you go. Peggy, so give us a 30,000 overview, or at least, you know, what details you can tease out about The Beautiful and the Wild book. Okay, so The Beautiful and the Wild is uh, a survival thriller, a domestic suspense book. Uh, It starts out with my protagonist, Liv Russo, who is a single, a mom and working as a house cleaner and mourning the death of her husband when she gets a cryptic text that suggests that her husband might still be alive in Alaska. And with a horrible job and gonna lose, she can't pay the rent, she decides to head north with her developmentally delayed son, Xander, and finds out, sure enough, her husband is not only alive, but has a second family. Oh, wow. Holy crap. And the, (laughs) go ahead. Needless to say, she's pretty surprised and pretty outraged, and her husband tries to persuade her to join the, the group by locking her up 
and um, she has to figure out a way to escape. With wow. winter, winter's closing in, she's starving. People, her husband's getting more paranoid. She has to get out of there. There you go. And I, according to the Amazon page, she's locked in a shipping container. Right for a for a time when she tries to leave at first and threatens to divorce her husband and report that he's alive, he locks her in a shipping container to oh. persuade as part of his persuasion. Right. And uh, there you go. Yeah, that's that's not fun. We do the show from a shipping container too. It's cold in here. <laughs> but no, the I was just reading the description on the uh, on the uh, Amazon there, and it's chilling just to read the description alone. You're like, holy crap! It just sucks you right into the story. Well, that's what I hope. I hope to draw readers in with um, with thoughts of you know the secrets we keep, whether we really know the person we love. Oh. Um, which is a big question, right? Mm-hmm. I just assume I have no idea who they are and I ignore them most of the times. So that's probably why I'm single. <laughs> uh, there you go. I just, I, I just, I just figure I'm always living with a stranger. Uh, that seems to work out for me. Uh, and there's some, some, some of her own secrets and different things that she has to deal with. She has to project her son like a mother would. And of course, you know, she's in the wilds of, of, uh, Alaska which isn't always the safest place to be, you know, lions and tigers and bears, all that stuff is running around. Yeah. My husband and I spent seven weeks in Alaska in our van and, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Don't like you gave this test drive of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. But we did, we actually ran into a couple of grizzly bears out in the forest oh. when we were going fishing. And, um, that was quite a, quite a frightening experience for me. I'll tell you. There you go. Right now, people in the audience go, there's no lions and tigers in Alaska, Chris. <laughs> well, if your husband's a kind of a paranoid guy with a second family, maybe. Maybe. You never know. They could be paper tigers or whatever, whatever you call them. Uh, so this is really interesting. So what what, uh, what, what, what set you down this road of, of coming up with a story? What, what uh, led you to put this together? Well, a, a couple things, Chris. Um, you know, I'm a former newspaper journalist and mm -hmm. newspaper journalists, we deal with secrets all the time, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So some of the secrets people try to conceal some secrets people tell us. Um, so I think secrets are a big part of my life. And I was thinking about secrets and mm -hmm. uh, we, we live in a little cabin up in Lake Tahoe. We have one. Uh -huh. And um, I was stacking firewood for winter and listening to podcasts, of course, wonderful <laughs> podcasts. There you go. And um, there was a story of a, a ex-Marine named Billy Sipple who prevented the assassination of Gerald Ford in San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was you know, declared a hero. And uh, then the media and a politician decided to out him as a gay man. Oh, wow. And yeah. And so his family didn't know that he was gay. They didn't know anything about his sexuality. So they basically shunned him. And he died just a bitter, you know, sad man um, a few years later living in the Tenderloin. And here he did the uh, great thing of saving a life. I mean, especially a president. Jesus, it's a, it's a raw deal. Yeah, it was totally a raw deal. It, and it really ruined his life. Um, it, wow. he, from what the podcast said, like he died alone in the Tenderloin. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, very bitter man. And once it came out that he was gay, the whole narrative changed and people were shunning him and wow. you know, yelling and screaming at him. And um, 
So I was thinking like, what if you did a good deed and it, mm -hmm. it exposed your darkest, deepest secret? Mm -hmm. And so that was the genesis um, for oh, the story. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know if you've ever stacked a cord of wood, but it's a lot of wood. Yeah, it's it a lot of wood. It's a time to think. Yeah, yeah. And you got to watch out for like bugs and spiders and and all that stuff in the woods. So make sure you wear your gloves. Oh my, uh, yeah. Oh my God. Don't talk about spiders and firewood. Oh my God. <laughs> or, or what used to happen to me is when you go out to get the wood, uh, obviously I'm old. Um, you go out to get the wood and like some mouse would jump out on you and about give you a heart attack. I don't, that, yeah. that usually happened to me. Um, there'd be some mouse in there and you'd be like, Hey, I'm in here and you know thankfully i didn't find any spiders but there's always spider webs so you know it's a well, that's that's a whole new novel on its own of horror um so uh what made you uh as you developed the protagonist in the story the female um what made you uh build her character the way you did well i th i think i wanted to have a woman that was wounded but had mm -hmm. a lot of grit mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I not, know a lot of really amazing, tough women in the wilderness. And I, I wanted to show how being in the wilderness and surviving can, and facing hardship can actually make you tougher, make you stronger, and can be a gift, actually. Oh, yeah. 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 That which doesn't kill you uh, will make you smell bad or stronger, <laughs> one of the two. It'll make so, you smell stronger. Something like that. Something like that. So. <laughs> So that was, you know, I love, I hate those books where it's, you know, women being chased by a serial killer in the woods, you know, I, <laughs> I like, I like my women to be strong, like a lot, there most of my friends are, right? Yeah, 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 that, yeah, there is kind of that uh, play on, like, what's the movie Scream where the girl's like, oh, no, don't kill me. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, so there you go. Um, and, and the plot that you've set up is quite. Uh, kind of elaborate in the details. I mean, was there any, does any of this come from your life or just right out of your imagination? Uh, it's a little bit of both. Um, like I'm a, what they call, there's pantsers and plotters. Pantsers right at the seat of their pants. Plotters outline everything. Ah. And so I'm a plotter. And so, ah, I, <laughs> so yeah, my plot, my uh, pages of plots, it's kind of scary looking if you look at them, like 20, 30 pages of outline, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, you know, I just go from there. I sort of started going from there. And um, I probably as some of the other writers have talked about how this weird things happen sometimes when you're writing and the characters take over. Yeah. I, I've always, I've always uh, admired that about novelists because they can build the whole world in their head. Like this whole world and their characters are kind of become their own people. It's almost like, you know, my eight personalities. Um, and, uh, and it's just, it's just wonderful how they have this imagination and they can just build out a whole world and design it. Yeah. It's weird because all the characters in the book, like I knew them, they were, I mean, they were as real as my next door neighbor, which wow. says a little something about writers, like where we are <laughs> in the world. Right. <laughs> It's how we get the great stories that uh, keep us entertained and in suspense, as it were. Uh, so you guys, when you went with your husband to uh, uh, Alaska, were you going there for um, to do, uh, you know, study for the book? Or was this a previous trip and it ended up playing in, into uh, your book? 
Yeah, it, it was a it was just a regular trip. We're kind of mm -hmm. mini adventurers, I guess you'd say. And uh -huh. we did van life before van life was van life. Mm. So um, and we don't have a fancy van. Our van, you know, didn't have heat and it, <laughs> it didn't have a shower, didn't have a toilet or any of that stuff. But uh, mm. yeah, we went out and just were amazed by the the vastness of the state. We, we'd go to a lake that, you know, otherwise would be crowded in California. And there'd be nobody there. We'd camp yeah. before. Um, we met these wonderful people that were just hardy and tough. And um, there's one funny story I could tell you when we uh, met this guy in this town of Haines and we told him we were going to go hiking. And he said, well, um, you know, that's a pretty berry stretch of country where you're going. And we, I said, oh, I have my bear bells. And he said, well, in Alaska, we call bear bells dinner bells. So, oh! <laughs> and he said, you might want to take my gun. And uh, <laughs> uh, my husband and I both said, uh, well, we could take your gun, but we just have to throw it at the bear because we really can't shoot. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Haynes, Alaska, and pulling up. You're really out there. Yeah, yeah, we were in remote places. Haynes Forest. There's actually a small little. Uh, there's a little town there. Uh, it's really small. Looks like you throw a rock from one side to the other, maybe. And uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, you're out. You're out in the middle of six. I can't even find. Where's Anchorage at? Anchorage is uh, kind of the to in the general. west, a little bit north. So. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. We oh, went it's up, way over there. We oh, you guys. You guys I'm took sorry. the tour. We did the tour. We went all the way to Fairbanks. We went fishing on the Gulf of Alaska. We oh, that been fun. rafted the Golcana River and fished for king salmon. Uh -huh. so, so that probably gave you a pretty good idea of isolation and snow and cold and dangers of environment and probably a lot of that stuff, huh? Just totally. You know, uh, a writer starts with a little seed and just blows it up from there. And um, the the beauty of it was amazing. The forest, the wildlife, the rawness of it. And yeah. so when I was writing a book about secrets, I thought, where else, right? Alaska. That's where you go if you have secrets. And I think that probably takes the suspense and the uh, uh, survival element to a whole new level. Because, you know, you just can't. You just can't break out of the shipping container and like run to your local 7-Eleven and be like, hey, you know, our next door neighbor, you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I read a lot of books, too, about uh, survival and living in uh, out in the wilds in Alaska, you know, growing your own food and uh, uh -huh. finding your own water and hunting and fishing. And um, it you, that's not for the faint of heart, believe me, you know. Oh, yeah. Those guys are... Those people are tough as nails, men and women. There's a there's a couple guys that I see on TikTok, and I think one's in Alaska, and he's like always oh, doing stuff like I'm gonna build a a underground thing in the snow here and make a survival thing so I won't die tonight. And you're just like, wow, that's that's a nice place to be. You're up there on the the edge of everything, and you know every day is in like a can we get through today and live and uh, maybe get warm? Sure. Let's do that. I mean, just yeah. like, it's almost like a masochism thing for the, the one guy I watch. I'm like, who hurt you, man? <laughs> 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 but those people have to be tough. 
And they just have to be tough as nails, salt of the earth sort of people in that environment. Yeah. Um, you read about it like it, and not only like wild animals but storms that roar through you know oh, yeah. the weather yeah. and um there's the rivers that ice up and then break up they've got breakup up there that just is um, you know horrendous that's that's how that guy um in into the wild died mm -hmm. remember him he went out in the wilderness yeah. no, so dangers everywhere you can fall through stuff and and uh, fall through, you know, you can see snow and it's like, oh, it's going to survive. So she's somehow got to resolve her dilemma with her husband and the other family and what's going on. Or she's got to try and escape. I guess you can't tease us out on as to which way she decides to go, huh? Not too much. I can't give too much away. Yeah, you can't give away the middle <laughs> and the ending. So I figure I see where we're at. Uh, what, anything more you want to give away on the book? Uh, maybe... Uh, the husband, the characters, uh, uh, his whole other family, anything you want to tease out that way? Well, yeah, I'll tease out one thing besides secrets. You know, it's about um, how love is a part of survival. Um, huh? Do you ever watch that TV show Alone? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if you don't, you, if you don't know it, they drop off a bunch of people in the wilderness in the middle of nowhere with like 10 items to survive, right? No food, no nothing. And the interesting thing for me watching that and what became part of the book is that idea that a lot, you know, some of them drop out because they starve and some of them get hurt, but a whole bunch of them drop out because they miss the people they love, right? Really? Yeah. That's not the reason you go on one of those things to get away from the people you love because you're just like, I need some space, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the people that win it are seems like not always, but seems like one of the most misanthropic guys I've ever heard about. He's he wanted he could have stayed out longer than than they, you know, they hauled him in after everybody else quit. And he was like, wow, I'm just getting started. Yeah, he was really trying to get away from somebody. There you go. Definitely. But uh, there's, I mean, there's some people that are just really good at it. They just, they just <laughs> like their own space, like some of these people that I watch. So, story of survival and everything else. Um, how do you feel this was different than <laughs> as you wrote it, or maybe some of the <laughs> techniques that you used that uh, you've improved since your last two books? Well, um, this book is totally different than the other two books. The other two books mm -hmm. were um, based on a um, a woman who was a disgraced journalist in San Francisco. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. And um, she was uh, trying to um, <clears throat> she was trying to make up for her disgrace, right? So she's solving mysteries. Um, and in this book, this is more a book about survival. It's about relationships. Um, it's domestic. It's more psychological, I would say. Excuse me, while uh, I take a drink of water here. No problem. No problem. Okay, ready to go again. Thank you. There you go. So more psychological then. Yeah, and isn't that the scariest thing? Yeah, I mean, if you've seen my psychology, my psychiatrist says it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's recommending a full lobotomy. Oh, so, probably next week or something. Going in for the surgery. You're just going to run around and just destroy everything, and I'll probably just sit here and smile on the podcast more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your, psych your psychiatrist is a brave person sounds like there you go uh what's what's coming up in the future for you uh are you have any thoughts on new books yet or maybe a continuing of this character that's in this book um i actually um so i got a two book deal which is very mm -hmm. wonderful 
Mm. So I just wrote another book. It's also based in the wilderness. But it's set in Oregon this time. Oh, wow. And um, <clears throat> I just turned it into my editor. So we'll see what happens. It's a it's a story about a runaway and a recluse that lives in the forest. So wow, it's you get the whole forest thing going there. Theme. Yeah, I I love the outdoors. I mean, I spend a, I'm a kind of a mini adventurer. There you go. Yeah, I, I that's that's uh I mean it's it gives you plenty to play with, especially having that huge amount of of uh you know there's the scenarios and the environment that you can play with. D definitely and you know so many of us don't get out in nature anymore like who who does we stay in our cars <laughs> stay in our houses we yeah i mean i couldn't survive in alaska i get a hangnail it's pretty much the end of the world for me <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like yeah I, i'm not doing all that so there you go uh well uh final pitch out uh, for people to order the book as we go out and uh, all that good stuff peggy oh yeah so yeah buy the book um People say it's a page turner, which I appreciate. Um, people say that um, it kind of haunts them after it's done, and uh, which is my plan, which I that's what a writer hopes to do, right? There you go. It'll stick with you. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Peggy, give us your dot coms. Where do you want people to find out more about you and and your authorship stuff on the interwebs? So yeah, I have Peggy Townsend writer PeggyTownsendBooks.com. But find me on Instagram and Peggy Townsend Writer. There you go. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for Peggy uh, for coming on. We really appreciate it. These are always fun and and uh, boy, I'm just I'm in suspense already just from reading the Amazon page. I'm like, holy crap, what's going on over here? Sucks you right yeah. in. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I hope you read it. I hope you uh, don't get too afraid. I hope it doesn't keep you up at night. But um, I hope it keeps you up at night reading. I guess. Ah. I'll make sure and leave the lights on while I read it. Thank you very much, Peggy, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, this has been super fun. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much, Peggy. Uh, thanks, Ronis, for tuning in, and hopefully uh, you'll uh, have some fun with it as well. It sounds like incredible suspense. Order up wherever fine books are sold. The Beautiful and the Wild, which is kind of like the story of my life every day. Uh, November 7th, 2023, by Peggy Townsend. Uh, Folks, uh, go to goodreads.com, Fortress Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com, Fortress Chris Foss, the big LinkedIn news group, uh, the big LinkedIn uh, uh, group. There's a group and a newsletter, whatever. I blended the two. Uh, YouTube.com, Fortress Chris Foss, uh, Chris Foss one on TikTok, and Chris Foss, Facebook.com. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time.